everybody. I'm here again with Jim Laird, a World Series champion, New York Yankees catcher. Um, we're going to talk about a couple different things today. Uh, let's dive right into it. First off, we're here at a Joe Quagliano Mint Pros event. Jim, you've been such a, a perennial guy here. What is it like working with Joe so closely? Well, it's great you know, for him to be able to give these fans these experiences. And we got Mariano Rivera and a couple other guys here today. And, yeah. Uh, last week, we, or two weeks ago, we had Joe uh, G. Michael, and unfortunately, you know, I was very grateful that I was part of that because I got to see Gina before his passing just last week. So, um, but Joe does a great job. He brings, you know, he, he brings in and gives these fans the experiences. And uh, you know, one of the kind, few guys that when I went through all my trials and tribulations, he was there for me, and that's why I'm here for him. Oh, that's awesome. That's a good start. Now. Um, Gene Stick Michael just recently passed last week. Um, what was you know what was your experience like with him? You have a cool anecdote with him. Oh yeah, I mean you know it, it was a shock first of all the passing because yeah. we, like I said we were just with him. Yeah. Uh, we honored him in the suite that night. Yeah. Um, but Gene was the general manager when I first got caught up, and he was the reason why young players got a second chance. Back then the Yankees wouldn't use young players. When Mr. Steinbrenner got suspended, Gene stepped in and said, "Okay, Lairitz, you're the first one." Get up here. Let's see what you can do. If you do well, that'll open the door for everybody else. And I got off to a good start. And everything else, you know, Kevin Moss came up. He did well. You know, Bernie Williams a couple years, and that it really started building the Yankees. And you know, it truly, you know, G. Michael and Buck Show were the reason why we won in '96 because they started that foundation. Now, the Yankees are all about honoring guys in Monument Park and everything. G. Michael is not there. Do you think maybe a plaque or something for him should be out there? Yeah, I think I think unfortunately, you know, he did pass earlier than everybody expected. I do think the Yankees were having it in mind in the future, you know, before he passed to have a G. Michael Day because he had done everything. You know, he had been everything in the organization from you know player to general manager to you know everything, and uh, I think they would eventually honor him. Unfortunately, like I said, the passing was a complete shock for everybody. Yeah, it really was. Now, um, the current Yankees now. Gary Sanchez, great offensive player, struggling a little bit defensively, some pass balls, bouncing off. Um, the art of catching as a catcher yourself. If you were his coach, or you know, what advice could you give to someone like that? Is it a mental thing or is it really a physical thing? Well, I think it's a combination of both. I mean, you got to remember, Tony Payne and Joe Girardi are his coaches. Yeah. So if there was something that they could fix, they probably would have tried to fix it by now. Yeah. Um, for me, the biggest thing is just getting to know the pitching staff. Now, this is a young kid yeah. who had never caught in the big leagues before until last year. It, he's got a whole new staff of people to catch. Right. And, you know, and nowadays, it's a lot harder because these guys are cutting balls. If they're trying to cut balls that don't cut, they're not all Mariano Rivera and can cut it perfectly every time. Yeah. So it's a lot more difficult. And the, the, the velocity of the pitches are a lot quicker than I think most people are used to. So I think over the time, he'll get used to the speed, to the to the the movements. I love the way he throws out runners. Yeah, we had a great arm. He calls a pretty good game, which a lot of people, unless you're a catcher, don't really see that part about how you know, how difficult to call a game is. I think he does a pretty good job at that. But I think really, as far as the blocking balls and everything else, that's something that flexibility will help. And I think they'll probably put him on a flexibility program. Yeah. Now, what what is a flexibility program? I never heard of that before. Well, you know, the hockey goalies do it. Yeah, you know, the hockey goalies. You, got, you can't believe how flexible these ways that they are for the, with the way they save goals and everything else. There's certain programs that are developed for them that catchers can use. Really? Well, that's kind of cool. Um, and what about the mountain visits? 
He seems to do a lot of them. Well, again, that's that's not knowing your pitching staff, and that just comes with time. You can't rush that. That's one thing that you know no one can put a put a thing on you. I I, I was lucky because Andy Pettit was my I was his personal catcher. Right. Andy and I had four days in between that we could talk, so I got to know Andy pretty well. I, I knew what he was thinking. It was a little bit easier. Gary's catching every day. You know, he gets one day off or two days off at Austin Romine. Yeah. So it's a lot more difficult position for him to do, to do it on an everyday basis. So the time for him to get to know the pitchers, it's going to take a little bit longer. All right. Um, now, what do you think? Do you think the Yankees are going to win the AL East, make it to the World Series? What do you think for this team? Well, I think they're going to get to the playoffs, the one-game playoff. Yeah. Um, if unusual for this year that they don't finish with the Red Sox like they normally do yeah. sometime in the last week of the season. Yeah. So that's, that's going to be difficult. But you know what? We got, I think, 14 games left, and I think there's a possibility they could catch them. But I think, honestly, you play the one-game playoff, you get in, anything can happen after that. Oh, yeah. I think they're going to get at least to that point. Cool. Now, there's a hot topic going on in the MLB right now. It's the Yankees and Red Sox. Yep. Always at it. Red Sox got caught uh, cheating with a Apple Watch. The Yankees used some sort of camera, whatever. They're both fine. Uh, what do you think about now technology creeping into the game? Is it a, a hindrance or, or a good thing? Listen, we, our children do it. I mean, technology has changed the world. Yeah. Um, it does. It does help things. And listen, stealing signs has been a part of the game since you know, going back to. We used to have a guy sit in the bullpen and he would pick up seeds with a right hand or left hand depending on where the catcher was sitting. I mean, it, it's gone on for years. Yeah. You know, and um, you know, Cleveland, Chicago, everybody has always been accused of. You know, there's certain lights on a camera that would go on for certain pitches. I mean. Technology's been it's around. Crazy. Yeah, I think you know, Rob Manfred said the same thing. Listen, we know it goes on in the game. We know it's been, but it's blatant. Sometimes it gets caught. But at the same point, when you're using the technology in the dugout, that's when you kind of cross the line. Hmm. You know, and, and you know, I, I know that Cleveland Indians, other teams, they would sit with you know, in the bullpens with t- t- uh, TV monitors, and they would know the pitch. And one guy would cross his leg. I mean. It's been going on forever. Yeah. And now the final question, I guess, would be about electronic strike zones. There's been lots of talk of that, as a catcher even. What do you think about that? I don't think they should ever do that. Ever? No. No, I think it's just too much room for error. It's not like a tennis match where the ball's being hit one way. Right. Okay, that you, know, that you can tell a little bit easier. You know, you got a knuckleball that knuckles, you have no idea when it crosses the zone. I know scientifically they say they can do that. But I don't trust it. I mean, there's always there's always something with the computer that could be a glitch. And for me, exactly. <laughs> you know, and for me, I think the best thing is the pitcher, umpire, the catcher umpire relationship is part of the game. It should always be part of the game. There has to be some human element there for communication. Right. And I think that's. You know, I don't think they should ever change that part. All right. Well, you got it. You got it from a catcher himself, World Series champion catcher. <laughs> All right. I'm Daniel McCartney, Timmy Layers, and uh, thanks. Thank you.